about four feet coming out of the ground and just a hollow single piece of bamboo. And then a new plant started growing right underneath the bamboo and actually growing up and inside of the hollow cavity. And as it grew and got bigger, the bamboo started to split vertically up the middle until eventually the plant grew so big that the bamboo cracked into two pieces and fell and lay on the ground beside it. And what was left was this large, leafy green, healthy looking plant standing four or five feet tall with the crumbled pieces of bamboo laying on the ground uh, beside it. I didn't know what that meant and uh, prayed about it for a little bit and, and handed it over to uh, my brothers and I'm in a to come up. So we had a couple interpretations for that, one more personal and one more corporate. So I'm going to have Eric share that again. This is, we're, we're doing things a little different here today. So stay, if you want to stay where you're at, if you want to be seated, you can. But Eric, if you would just share what, what the Lord showed you um, about that vision, if you would. That vision he saw just keeps getting more and more lovely. I first heard it yesterday morning, and as I pondered it, it grew more and more lovely and meaningful throughout the day. Oh, I thank God for that deposit of life, the seed of life that we receive when we're born again. It's truly wonderful. <laughs> but as I was reading with you a few weeks ago from Watchman Nee, like, we have this earthly vessel and it needs broken. It needs broken to release the life of God, to release the life flow from the throne of God, that deposit of life that he gave when we were born again. He wants to release it through us. So this outer shell needs broken. And I've been going through a season of breaking I'm thankful for that. Because I want the life flow. I want God to freely do whatever he wants to do through me. That's for each of us. He wants that for each of us. Every single person in the body just flowing, freely giving, freely receiving the life flow of God. But this week... I think Wednesday, Thursday, I got to be a little, I don't know, I guess distressed over this subject. I want to see the life flow of God so bad. So bad. I, was, I don't know, maybe I wanted to strive to maybe make it happen or maybe I need to be more broken or maybe there's something I'm missing or there's something I need to do to make this happen faster, sooner, better, whatever you want to say. But I was reminded, it's not my work. All I can do is yield. I can surrender to the work of God. That's what he's asking us to do. Just surrender to his work. My work will never accomplish it. I cannot die to self enough. We can't. No matter how determined, no matter how much self-will we have to go for the things of God, it's not going to do the job. What will is 
the seed that he planted in you. As we feed our spirit man, the inner man, Christ in us, as we're in the word, as we're in the spirit of prayer, to pray without ceasing, as we gather with the saints, we feed the inner man and that seed grows and it grows and it grows. And then it's so big, it breaks forth. And the outer shell man just falls away. I love that it's split in two pieces. It's like the veil at Christ's resurrection. Split the veil right in half. And that's what God's gonna do for us as we yield to his ways, that we surrender to his work and allow the spirit to work through us. It's his work and he does it better than we could ever imagine. So good. Galatians 5, walk by the Spirit, live by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the sinful nature. The focus is not on breaking the outer man. The focus is on nourishing the life of God within us, that it might break out and break through. Personal application for what the Lord's doing. The Lord has a corporate application for us as well. Our God is a God of double portions, huh? One of the things that's always amazing to me about Scripture is we can read it twice and we get two different meanings. And church, I would submit to you that the same thing happens with these prophetic words. Um, As we were talking about this last night, uh, as Drew was sharing this, just immediately... The Spirit spoke to me, and he said, this also refers to the church, this vision of the bamboo, that this is what I'm going to do to my church. Um, I think we all know that the traditional church, you know, it's good, it's, 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 it's the bride of Christ, but boy, there's some fleshy stuff there. We've got some fleshy stuff amongst us. But as as I envisioned this new sprout coming up and splitting apart that bamboo, I felt the Father saying to me, I'm going to do a work in my church. I'm going to get rid of all the fleshy stuff and I'm going to restore my bride and my bride will walk the way that I intend her to walk. And I just, boy, this scripture so stirred my heart uh, just this morning. This is in, uh, this is in Matthew. Uh, and, and Christ is talking with, uh, with Peter. Uh, this is uh, Matthew 16, verse uh, 13. Now, when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he began asking his disciples, saying, who do the people say that the Son of Man is? He's saying, who, who am I? Who, who do people say I am? And they said, some say John the Baptist, others Elijah, still others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. And he said to them, but who do you say I am? Simon Peter answered and said, thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered, he said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, because flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. 
And I also say to you that you are Peter. And on this rock, I will build my church. On these words you have spoken, this revelation about me, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not overpower it. He says, I will give you, this is us, he's, he's speaking to us now, church. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you shall bind on earth, you shall bind in heaven. Whatever you shall loose on earth, you'll loose it in heaven. Each morning, I, uh, I make it a habit of spending 15, 30 minutes or so. I just, I find a quiet place and I just sit in the presence of the Lord and I just say, Father, speak to me. What would you say? What would you say to me, Father? And church, I have good news for you. Here's what I have heard multiple times. I heard it again this week. And every time he says it, it kind of startles me. But he said it this week. He said, very soon. Very soon. He said, you have no idea how soon it will be. And I realized this morning now, just like this prophetic thing about the, the prophetic vision about the bamboo has two meanings. This word very soon has two meanings. And I think one of them happened here today. This mighty outpouring of the Holy Spirit. I think he is starting to, out, to pour out his Holy Spirit on his church. It's happening this morning. I also think it means he's coming back very soon. And because he's coming back very soon, church, we know we're in end times. We look at the world and it is nuts. It is just freaking nuts. But here's the good news. Jesus said this is going to happen. Church, this is good. We are created for this season. God put us here. It was quite intentional that we are here in this day, in this age. And he is going to use us. We have a purpose. Here's the thing, church. As things get crazy in the world, we as his church are to go on the offensive. We are not supposed to take a defensive position. The gates of hell, that's a defensive position. We are to attack those gates of hell, which means we go on the offense. We don't hide. We walk in kingdom authority. We have the power of the living God in us. And he will use us to bring his kingdom in these last days. Let me read this scripture from Luke 21. 
It says, and there will be signs in the sun and moon and stars and upon the earth and dismay among nations in the perplexity at the roaring of the sea and the waves, men fainting from fear. Expectation of things which are coming upon the world for the powers of heaven will be shaken and then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great authority. Listen to this, church. When these things begin to take place, straighten up, lift up your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. This is now, church. This is now. Our redemption is drawing near. We are to walk in kingdom, power, and authority. We just have to grasp hold of that. We need to let him work through us We need to live this crucified life. We need to let him split off the old junk and let him live through us. And then he'll raise up his bride anew and we'll move in kingdom power and authority. So here's the thing about this kingdom power and authority and the offensive thing. We can do this in the flesh and if we do, it's gonna be really ugly and we're gonna fall flat on our face. So we need to walk in his light, not in ours. So I'm gonna pray for us that we know what that is to walk in kingdom authority, not in our authority, to walk in his power, not in our power. So Heavenly Father, we come before you, Jesus, we come before you we say we believe the scripture and it says that we will bind things in heaven and on hell and we will lose things in heaven and on hell in hell but father we confess we can be fleshly people and so father i pray that you would teach us to know the difference between flesh and your spirit in us And Father, I pray that you would crucify the flesh in us. And that, Father, we would manifest the power of the Holy Spirit in us. And Father, that we would bring the kingdom to a dark world, Father. Use your church to bring light, to bring revelation, to bring healing. Father, I pray you use this church, this small body here, Use us to bring light and revelation to El Dorado, Kansas. Move now in the power of your spirit, Father. Embolden, empower your church, Father.